You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to the site now. Check out all the good stuff we have there. Coming out of the NFL schedule release, I've got my winners and losers article that you can check out there. That is looking at the teams overall that won and lost in terms of the best schedule construction to get into the playoffs. Here on Locked on Fantasy Football, we're going to have a different style of reaction to the schedule. We're going to take it down the line here. I've got the schedule grid up here for the 2021 NFL season. This is the week-by-week deal from week 1 through week 18. So what we're going to do here is analyze each team from a fantasy football perspective. But because we're getting to every team in the league, we got to break it down into two shows. So we'll do our typical run of... AFC and NFC here. So we'll take the AFC teams today, then we'll look at the NFC tomorrow and uh, what their schedules kind of shape up as here. So kind of rating each one, giving you a little bit of insight on what looks like a good stretch here, going in-depth on all 16 teams in both conferences there. Yeah, looking at it more from a fantasy football perspective, these teams, yeah, we do care if they're good and get into the playoffs because that makes them better offenses and better teams overall to give us complete fantasy football production. But we're just looking in the best positions to succeed for all their players and maximize their value. So that's how we're going to look at it here on the show. So we'll take the AFC today. We'll do it a little differently than we usually do when we do our uh, conference breakdowns. We'll go straight down the line. So we'll start at uh, Baltimore today with the AFC and then end up with Tennessee, and then we'll do the same thing tomorrow to close the week, looking at the Arizona Cardinals the first and ending up with the Washington football team. Before we dive into all that action here on today's show, I got to tell you that this episode of Lockdown Fantasy Football is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. All right, let us uh, start looking here at the schedule. And Baltimore Ravens are a good place to start because I think this one's intriguing. I think early the Ravens look pretty good here. So you get at the Raiders, good matchup there. The Chiefs at home, so not too daunting there. The Chiefs have had their number of late. But then you have Detroit and Denver in a couple road trips. And then three straight home games before a bye. Colts, Chargers, Bengals. So a little bit of mixed bag there. I think it really spikes up most with the Chiefs and Colts. Those are going to be some tough matchups. Those are two decent defenses as well. But Chargers still finding their way. I think they'll be a tougher team with Brandon Staley. We'll see what the Broncos look like with Fangio. But certainly the Raiders and Lions and Bengals really line up well in that early part of the schedule. Now the biggest problem for the Bengals is the second half of the schedule. I don't love it. So the Ravens, good candidate with Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins to potentially stay high. So planting that seed early here. In week nine, they get the Vikings. Not bad. That's at home. That defense is in transition. But then you get two weeks after the bye at Miami, at Chicago. So two daunting defenses there. Then you get the Browns in week 12 and week 14. 
The problem there is the Browns' defense is much improved. You also have the Steelers there in Week 13. Luckily, the second Steelers matchup is now in the irrelevant game for season-long fantasy in Week 18. But yeah, a lot of defense there. Then you get the Rams looming there in the playoffs in Week 17 in the finals there. Cincinnati is a little bit easier the week before in Week 16, and Green Bay in Week 15. Green Bay still sorting some things out defensively, but it is a tough second-half stretch for sure when you look at the stacking of the defenses here. So the Ravens might have limited results early. I think it could be tough sledding for the running game and some parts of their offense in the second half. I'm not saying you're totally knocking down this is an explosive offense, but you may want to think about that when over-investing in Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins. I'm thinking about the receivers and uh, Mark Andrews to a degree as well with the Baltimore Ravens. The next team in the AFC that we'll uh, talk about here is the Buffalo Bills. And uh, with the Bills, it's uh, it's not too bad. I think they get their defense of issues out of the way early. So early it might be some lumps for Josh Allen. It's the Steelers at home, that defense. Then you go Brian Flores, Dolphins. And then you have the Washington football team with Chase Young and that front for Ron Rivera. But then it starts to go wipe open up a little bit. You get Houston and Tennessee, Kansas City in between then. So not bad. Then it really opens up there with Miami at home, then at Jacksonville, at the Jets. Good little turnaround there for some production. Indianapolis and New England are at home. The Saints are going to have a little bit of depletion defensively. That's a dome game. That's in week 12. To me, I think I look at the schedule. The hardest are going to be uh, there early. And then late, I think you look a little bit at that Tampa Bay game in week 14, but that could be a shootout between Tom Brady. And then you look at New England, who can cause some problems. But you also have Carolina and Atlanta there in the second part. And then you get a home game of the Jets if you would extend to Week 18. So the Bills, much better shape as a team I want to invest in. Those are the principals, uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. There, uh, maybe Zach Moss is, becomes a more attractive sleeper. But once you get past that little bit of a wall early with the Ravens, or with the Bills, I should say, it calms down, where I think... The Ravens are the opposite, where you have a little bit of favorable stuff early, but then they uh, kind of go downhill in the second half with a lot of not favorable matchups, where I mean, the Bills are steady throughout once they get past that stretch. So don't be surprised, again, if your Bills fantasy players have a slow start but really have a strong finish. So, again, maybe some trade uh, low guys that you can target there in your fantasy football leagues. Let's uh, go over to Cincinnati here, and we want to look at what Joe Burrow can do. It's okay with Minnesota in the first game, but you get back-to-back trips to Chicago and Pittsburgh for their defense. But Jacksonville, Green Bay, Detroit, pretty good stretch there. At Baltimore, tricky a little bit for sure in the division, but then you get the Jets, Cleveland. So it's going to be the defensive struggles again in that division against those pretty good teams, Baltimore, Cleveland, much improved there, and Pittsburgh. But you get deeper into the season. There, uh, it gets a little tougher I think it's about an average schedule there. Las Vegas is a good kind of matchup there in week 11 after the bye. But then you get the Steelers. The Chargers should be much improved with Brandon Staley. The 49ers should be more daunting. Then you have a road trip to the Broncos with Vic Fangio there. Ravens, Chiefs, and then closing back on the road at Cleveland in week 18. So I think it's about even for the Bengals. It's 
not harder based on what their opponents were going to be, but it's not necessarily favorable either. So I, I think it leans to the less favorable level, but not quite where Baltimore stands with its schedule here. Now let's go to the Browns. They have a lot of intrigue. Now, right off the bat, they go to Kansas City, so that could be a high-scoring affair there. But Houston and Chicago at home, manageable there. At Minnesota, not bad. At the Chargers, again, a little bit tricky, but then Arizona, Denver, and Pittsburgh all at home. So a lot of home games early here for the Cleveland Browns as they try to navigate that. And keep in mind, all the AFC teams have that extra home game on the schedule. So they have the nine home games. So that always helps. Then you get some nice uh, stuff later as well. Once you get past uh, New England in the middle, there you get Detroit outside the division, Las Vegas, Green Bay. Green Bay has some shakiness there. So again, the Browns, I would say if the Bengals lean a little bit toward unfavorable, i say the Browns lean towards more favorable here. So again, Ravens are the extreme, bad. Bengals are not so great. Cleveland uh, looking okay there. The Bills uh, sitting pretty there. One more team we'll talk about in this segment, the Denver Broncos. They start with the Giants and Jacksonville on the road, so not bad at all. And then the Jets. Then they host the Ravens and go to the Steelers. So the first three weeks looking good for Denver there. So maybe a chance if uh, Javonta Williams is the guy, he could have an early good start here as the running back for the Broncos. Then, you get, of course, you get some favorable games in your division. The two against Las Vegas there with the uh, Week 6 being a factor, as well as Week 13. So not bad here for uh, the situation in Denver. So it's it's a good combination of games there. I should say the Raiders' second matchup is in Week 16. So 6-16 six and 16 is where you go with the Broncos. Middle of the stretch, you got Washington in Week 8, but then you get Dallas and Philadelphia Week 9, Week 10. Take advantage of those weaker defenses in the NFC East. And later in the season, you get, again, before that Vegas game at 16, you get Detroit and Cincinnati back-to-back. So not too bad for the Broncos. I'd say it's about middle of the road for their schedule here in 2021. All right, so there you have a look at uh, five teams in the AFC. We will get through the other 11 here, kind of just a quick snapshot view. And we know things change a little bit with the way teams are constructed. Offenses that were good last year struggled. Defenses that looked daunting on paper from last year are not as good and vice versa. And ones we kind of wrote off get better as well. So that's what you have to kind of weigh, but we're just taking a quick look at the schedule and, uh, say where the fantasy football loopholes might be to take advantage of. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need at a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? Choosing the only brand is warehouse happens scary. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? The rocko.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specification, most important prices you prefer. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether you're a classic driver or you're a daily driver, get everything you need in a fusey clicks delivered directly to your Best of all, prices at rockhead.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? To save right now, go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked down there, how did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you. 
Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. You'll find them at rockauto.com. All right, we'll be right back here to break down the rest of the AFC teams and their schedule, starting with the teams from the AFC South. All right, let's continue the show here and look at uh, the rest of the AFC teams. We'll hit another uh, six in this segment, and then we'll close with our final five there for you. Let's go to the AFC South as promised. Houston, we don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to be the quarterback, but starts with Jacksonville, not bad. You have Carolina in week three, but you have Cleveland in week two on the road, Buffalo in week four, New England in week five, and Indianapolis there in week six, and then the desert trap pot potentially in Arizona. So not the greatest schedule once you get past Jacksonville. You have a few reprieves on the schedule, including the Jets there later in the season, but it gets hard with the division Indianapolis and Tennessee twice each. I think the Jets, the two Jacksonville games are your break, but it really closes tough here. You have a just a brutal ending here. Home against the Chargers, much improvement in Brandon Staley. Again, that's team we think is going to be daunting at 49ers and then close with the Titans at home. So really not appealing. I don't want to attach myself to a bad team that's not going to win a lot of games. And David Johnson has to deal with Philip Lindsay. And now uh, Mark Ingram. You don't know if uh, the quarterback is going to be Tyra Taylor, Davis Mills, or Deshaun Watson. So again, with that lesser situation, I think I'm going to try to avoid the Texans. If it's Watson, he's Watson. He's still going to put up some numbers. But keep in mind that that closing stretch is not great here for the Texans after you uh, get past uh, a pretty uh, significant late buy in Week 10. Indianapolis is another team I didn't like. And I think it's just in general this division got saddled with some tough ones. You get uh, the crossover here. They have to actually play Tampa Bay because of the second place uh, schedule and the extra game and week there that you have in the season. So starting with the Seahawks and Rams, they're both at home, but that's not great for Carson Wentz and this defense and this offense here. Then you go to Tennessee, Miami, and Baltimore. That's a brutal five game stretch to start the season. You get a reprieve there with Houston in week six, but then you go to the 49ers Titans. So really the breaks here, Houston in the division, Jacksonville in the division. So you at least get Houston and Jacksonville twice, where Houston only gets Jacksonville twice. But you have the Jets, but then you have to go to the Bills, got to play the Bucks, got to play the Patriots here outside. Then you close with the uh, in the final three weeks here. So it's going to be tough. Uh, week 18, you lose that game. It's at Jacksonville. The playoff schedule's not bad, but there's going to be kind of consistent lumps here for that passing game. So you might curb your enthusiasm a little bit about Jonathan Taylor, especially with Marlon Mack coming back and this backfield diversifying here. So I'd say the Texans, not so great. I think the Colts even have it worse in this division. The Jaguars start well with Houston and Denver, but they go to Arizona. I think Cincinnati is also favorable. So you have a four-week stretch where Jacksonville could be rather productive and you might get some streaming value of Trevor Lawrence and anyone else in principal roles there. But then you get to Tennessee. I think their defense is going to be much improved week five. Miami, after the bye, you go to Seattle, Buffalo, Indianapolis, That's and then San Francisco. So hard stretch after the bye. You might be looking to deal Jaguars after that. But then you look at the stretch run. You get Atlanta in week 12, Rams at, at Rams at Titans. That's a little tough, but then you rebound here with 
with the Texans at Jets and Texans before you avoid that Indianapolis defense there that is the Week 18 game. So Jacksonville a little bit better. I say Indianapolis has it worst of these uh, three. Houston not so good, but Jacksonville pretty decent here for their situation because of the two Houston games and helped by that last place schedule. All right, the next team we'll go to is the AFC champion uh, Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning two-time AFC champion. Starts at Cleveland at home there with at Baltimore, then the Chargers and at Eagles. They benefit again from that NFC East crossover. Also can take a full advantage here of the teams in the West. So you got the Broncos and Chargers and Raiders twice each. Uh, so some good matchups all around here outside of the first place schedule. Here at the AFC North, you get a few defenses there. And, yeah, you get Pittsburgh here in Week 16, but not too bad. You close uh, with Cincinnati and Denver. So Week 15 and Week 16 aren't the greatest for Mahomes at Chargers and Steelers. But overall, I think this is really good. And you're not going to really be detrimental to uh, Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey or Mahomes based on the schedule here for the Kansas City Chiefs. Sticking with the... Same division here. Looks like we're doing three teams from the AFC South, three from the AFC West. The Raiders, again, looking at their schedule in relation, not as good because you start with Baltimore at home. That's not a great home game. Then you have at Steelers versus Dolphins, at Chargers versus the Khalil Mack-led Bears defense, then at Broncos. So you don't really get a break until that Eagles game in Week 7 if you're the Raiders. So... Darren Waller is still a main principal, but you might think twice about investing in a sleeper receiver there, especially now with a little bit more depth that's different. And then you look at uh, that Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs situation, you might want to avoid that. So you don't get a break into the Eagles. Week seven there, you get a bye, and then the Giants, not a bad stretch. But then you have to have Kansas City. Cincinnati, Dallas, not bad, but then you get back to Washington, a tough defense, at the Chiefs, a tough defense, at the Browns, the Broncos game again. Then you close here in Week 17 before that uh, Week 18 meaningless game, which is against a pretty good defense in the Chargers, at the Colts. So, yeah, not looking good at all for the Raiders, but the Chiefs uh, definitely have it nicely overall in this division. How about the Chargers? Well, they start out pretty rough at Washington, that cross-country road trip. That defense with Chase Young chasing uh, Justin Herbert. You get Dallas, not bad. Then you go to Kansas City, a little trickier. Las Vegas, uh, a break. Cleveland, not so much. At Baltimore, not. Then you have the bye. Patriots at home is not the easiest. Eagles and Vikings balance that out. Then you go to the Steelers. So it seems like off and on here with the Chargers. So a little bit of a roller coaster ride if you invest in their principals, Herbert and uh, Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler here this season so a little bit more roller coaster inconsistent the Chiefs are pretty steady overall while the Raiders have a lot of uh, traps there in their schedule so interesting teams from the same division can have such a different uh, range of outcomes part of it is how good that team already is but and what teams look up harder than others uh, in that situation so the football season is over we still have some prop bets but uh, you still want to get in on the action here and Bet online is the fastest and easy way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season, we know, is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online or your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, 
Sign-up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Is this your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs? Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Again, use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We'll be right back here to close our look at the initial thoughts on the AFC team schedule release 2021. All right, let's continue in the close the show. We'll transition uh, from those uh, three teams in the AFC West. We've looked at that division in whole. Now we'll uh, continue to look here at the NFC East. The Miami Dolphins are the next team we're breaking down. Start at the Patriots, not so easy. Buffalo at home is going to be tricky. At Raiders is not a bad reprieve, but then you get Colts and Buccaneers back-to-back, the latter on the road. Jacksonville, Atlanta, not bad. Go back on the road to Buffalo. So it's kind of a mixed bag here for the Dolphins as well. It's a bit up and down. Their easiest games clearly are the Raiders there, Jacksonville, the Falcons. They get the Texans as well, which are all nice. They get the Jets a couple times here this season as usual. So Carolina, getting some of that uh, NFC South is helpful in the situation. So is uh, getting that AFC South. So double South dose here with some other decent games for the Dolphins. So I think it's an above average overall schedule for Tua Tagvola, their weapons here in 2021. Miles Gaskin, what potentially Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker, and uh, Mike Isaki can do. So nothing too intimidating there to stay away from the Dolphins. The Patriots will see their offensive work in progress. They start with the Dolphins at home. It can be tricky. At Jets, Saints should be a little depleted at home in week three at home against the Buccaneers. That'll be a little tougher, but you get Houston. Again, it's very similar when you look at these teams of the division, when you get that external division. Their schedule in the end is a bit mixed bag too. At Colts, after they're really late by here, they're, they play at at the Colts in week 15. Buffalo at home is not easy in week 16. If you can get to the potential championship game, you avoid Miami. They're the week 18 opponent. Week 17 is Jacksonville. So very similar to the Dolphins schedule. It is what it is, and you're not going to overthink it with some of their players. You're just going to base it on their value alone. They're probably slightly more favorable matchups than tougher ones, but I think that's kind of a theme here for this division. So not too bad again for the Bills, Dolphins, and Patriots. And we'll close looking at the Jets in this division. You start with Carolina. Not bad there on the road. It's a Sam Darnold uh, revenge game immediately. So that's interesting on that slate. You get the Patriots at home. That can be tricky. At Denver is never easy. Then you get the Titans at home and at uh, Falcons. Later, uh, after the bye in week six, you get at Patriots versus Bengals, at Colts, then more Bills and Dolphins, at Texans, Jacksonville, that matchup comes up in week 16, but unfortunately week 17 is Tampa Bay and week 15 is Miami. So the easiest games overall are kind of half this uh, division uh, crossing over and getting Philadelphia also helps in that 18th uh, game, so to speak. So the Jets have it not too bad either. I think uh, they're about even with what we see with the Dolphins and Patriots. Uh, The Bills, I think overall, for being a first-place team, have it slightly best here in the AFC East. 
All right, so let's uh, continue then and jump over to the Steelers. They start at Buffalo. That's not easy. They didn't look that great last year. Then they have uh, against the Raiders at home, Bengals at home, at Packers, not too bad, Denver and Seattle then at home. So really good opening schedule for the Steelers. After their bye in Week 7, then you go to the Browns. That's going to be trickier. Chicago's a tough defense. Detroit's not too bad. Then you have uh, the Chargers. Again, that defense is going to be much improved. That's not great. That's in prime time. So you get the Lions and Bengals surrounding that game. Then the Ravens. But the closing stretch is not so great here for the Steelers. If you look at it uh, from Week 15 to Week 18, they get the Titans at home, the Chiefs on the road, the Browns and that defense, and then 18 is at Ravens. So, yeah, I'm not loving the Steelers' schedule overall. I don't think it's too bad here if you're going to invest in Najee Harris with the volume. I don't think it's too you know, trusting, however, for Ben Roethlisberger in the passing game overall. But for me, what stands out with the Steelers is that they have it uh, more favorable in that first half, and then it gets trickier down the second half. A few uh, reprieves there after their bye. But yeah, you would want it to play out a little bit better for the Steelers. And by the way, they went in with the strength of schedule being the toughest based on the 2020 records of all their opponents. So it's not surprising to see this, but yeah, definitely the Steelers get a notch down based on their schedule. The final team we'll hit here on the show in the AFC. This is the only team down there in the S's and T's and W's. It is the Tennessee Titans. Not bad start here at home against the Cardinals. Go to the Seahawks and then have the Colts. Go to the Jets at Jaguars. So pretty good matchups there overall for the Titans uh, to start. And then it gets to Buffalo, Casey, Indianapolis, and the Rams. So good first month plus. The second month is kind of tough. The third then becomes the Saints at home, Texans at home. Not terrible. Then you go to the Patriots. Then the second half really is not good because they don't get their Houston game until Week 18, so that won't be relevant. You have a nice uh, matchup uh, there in uh, Week 14 against uh, Jacksonville, but 15, 16, 17, get a load of this. At Steelers, 49ers, Dolphins. So that could be pretty hard sledding in there for Derrick Henry. It doesn't seem like very enticing for Ryan Tannehill either. So, yeah, I'm going to downgrade the Titans based on the schedule here. So, again, uh, those are things to keep in mind. The schedule is not the end-all, be-all of how you assess fantasy football talent and potential scoring production from team to team, but certainly it is a factor when you're making those tough calls between player A and player B to know who's got a little bit better playoff juice, someone that you might think about trading away early after a hot start or trading for if they have a quiet start and trying to take advantage that way. So these are the reasons you need to study the schedule pretty hard. There's going to be plenty of time to do that here before things kick off in September in fantasy football. Thanks so much for listening here on the show. Uh, I do have to remind you all here on the Locked On Network as well. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. The Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport. With the help of our local experts, follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, this has been Vinny Iyer for Locked On Fantasy Football. See you tomorrow with a look at the NFC schedule reaction there from a fantasy football perspective. Other than that, have a great day. L-O-F-F signing off.